So um, I'm going to talk to you guys about my battles and my victories with uh, fear, anxiety, and depression. Uh, about a couple years ago, I was laying in bed, just trying to sleep, long day, and I started feeling my heart race. And it was racing harder, and I felt it stronger, and I was having shortness of breath. And all of a sudden, I was in a cold sweat, and I couldn't sleep. Tossing and turning, it just, just didn't feel right. And you know, you, you have nights like that, it happens sometimes, so I just figured I'll just ignore it, and it'll go away. And I figured it'd be fine. But it didn't end there, it just got worse. Then, one day I'm at work, I'm looking up my symptoms on you know, web.com, who's ever done that? <laughs> Trying to figure out what's going on with you. And then I straight up have a panic attack. My heart is beating hard. I feel like I'm going to die. That's how it feels. Uh, I don't make any noise, though. I just figured I'm just going to push through this. And without making any noise, I don't want to make a scene. And then I, I get better. But it doesn't end there either. Panic attacks don't stop. I'm, wake up, I'm waking up, waking up in the middle of the night. And I'm having trouble breathing. I'm constantly having anxiety everywhere I go. Um, my mind is always racing. I can't do anything physical without my head spinning. And I can't work out, and I love the gym. <laughs> so that was really hard. Um, it was overwhelming. And it was the worst timing possible. I, I was just recently married to my beautiful wife. Got a baby on the way. <laughs> it's supposed to be the best time of my life, and all of a sudden, I'm in this deep, intense battle internally. And then I made it worse. Um, I was really hard on myself. I was really pissed off that I was going through this. I couldn't believe that I was dealing with fear and anxiety. I used to never, ever imagine myself going through stuff like that. I used to help people going through it. So here I am, just in the thick of it, and I'm so pissed off at myself. I'm starting to speak negatively to myself. I'm starting to hate myself. I'm telling myself, you're so weak, man. You're a piece of crap. You suck. What's wrong with you? And that made it even worse. It seems like I was playing into the enemy's hands. You know, he would love nothing more than for me to start working against myself, right? Excuse me, let me get some water. So finally, I'm like, okay, I got to go get this checked up. I got to go see a doctor and try to figure out what's going on here. So I go see the doctor a couple times. Both times, he can't figure out what's wrong with me. He's like, dude, you're fine. There's no issues. So then he asks me, um, is there anything on your mind? And I'm like, no, man, just, my mind is pretty clear. I'm, I'm fine. And then he asks me, is there anything on the back of your mind? <laughs> I was like, oh, man, you don't even know how much there is in the back of my mind. I don't, I don't, I'm scared to even think about the things that are in the back of my mind. It freaks me out. I'm overwhelmed when I even want to just look there, you know? So he, he's telling me, look, man, if, if, you don't, if you don't let yourself go there and, and figure this out, it's not going to stop. The stress is coming out of your body. What's been, whatever's going on in your mind is starting to reflect on your body. So now I had, to, I had a choice to make. Either I was going to numb this thing and just try to find a way to get over it, or I had to start digging deep and start facing the things I don't want to face. And of course, we did the, the second part. <laughs> I mean, as much as I was afraid all the time, I was afraid of staying like that. I could not live like that. I was like, there's no way in hell, excuse my language, <laughs> that I'm going to stay that way. You know, that's just that's not who I am. So that meant I had to be vulnerable, which was the worst thing for me. 
being vulnerable felt like pulling teeth with no Novocaine. I mean, it was like, I mean, it's like you haven't worked out all winter. It's summertime, and you don't have a shirt to wear, and you can't suck it in. <laughs> That's what being vulnerable felt like to me, all right? <laughs> um, it wasn't fun, man. It was not fun at all. But when I, when I finally started to process my pain, uh, I realized I was so sad in so many areas of my life. My heart was hurt in so many places. And it wasn't one thing. It was just a, so many things. And it went back so many years. Uh, just things I never processed, things I never dealt with, things I never let myself you know, feel. And when I started to feel them, it was, it was really sad. I mean, there was so many tears that had to come out. you know. And uh, what I learned through this is that crying doesn't make you weak, but hiding your pain because you're afraid of what people will think, that will make you weak. That will completely turn you into less of a man because you're always hiding. And you know, God, was, God was revealing these things to me. So what I did is I started uh, being vulnerable with people I love, people I trust, people in my inner circle. And I just went after this thing with God. I was spending hours worshiping. I'm listening to sermons, and I'm just reading. I'm asking God questions. I'm bringing it right to him. And I'm saying, God, I need you to help me understand what's going on. I need you to reveal these things to me. I need you to answer these questions, you know. And uh, I remember a time when I'm driving home from work, and I'm overwhelmed by this fear that something bad is going to happen to me, that I'm going to get hurt or I'm going to die or something like that. And when you're in the thick of this thing, uh, your mind wanders, and some of the most stupidest things seem rational to you. They seem like they could be a possibility, you know? And that's really what, what, what happens in the dark. When, when you hide your fears in the dark, they seem rational. But when you bring it to the light, you see that it's a lie. It's not real. But when they're in the dark, they seem very real and very powerful because we're hiding. So I'm driving home, and I'm worried that I'm going to die or something's going to happen to me. And then I hear God's voice, and he says, Oakson. Who have I allowed to hurt you? Man, when he said that, I never had that problem again. I never worried about dying or getting hurt again. You know? I mean, he just, he just finished it right there. It was good. So I'm in the middle of this, and there was countless divine moments with God like that, countless, countless moments where I came to him with, this, with the question. I came to him with the situation. I said, God, what do you have to say about this? God, what do you have to say about that? And he would just blow my mind. You know, and the, the transformation was, was a process. It took time. It was painful. It wasn't easy. I remember a time when I asked God, you know, why is this so painful? You know, why, why is it so hard? You know, and I'm just thinking to worship and I'm asking him and I'm waiting for him to answer me. And then he, get, and then he talks to me and he says, um, Oakson, you are like a, a caterpillar and I don't want you to stay in the cocoon. I want you to turn into a butterfly. I'm like, okay. It's kind of cool, but that's kind of feminine. Why can't you give me a more <laughs> masculine example? Give me something that I can actually tell in front of people and not feel weird about it, you know? <laughs> um, but all right, I was like, okay, I, I took it, you know? And then uh, I come to Epic a couple days later, and uh, Brian Orman is up here speaking. And then he says, uh, do you know what happens to a caterpillar when it goes into the cocoon? So I'm like, what did he just say? And then he tells me, he's like, you know, when a caterpillar goes into a cocoon, uh, new cells start forming and they start killing the old cells. And the caterpillar feels like it's dying. The process feels like he is dying, but if, he doesn't, if that doesn't happen, he'll never fly. You know? And God was telling me that this is what's happening to you. So I just, I just want to encourage you all tonight that 
I have so much victory over this thing. I pray with people who deal with it and things just fall off of them. I talk to people and we find the root problems. I mean, there's always a process that you still have to go through yourself. God doesn't make it easy for you. And he does that for a reason. He doesn't want to spoil you. <laughs> you know, he doesn't, he doesn't want to just hand it to you. I mean, I've gone through things in my life and God's part of the sea for me. But this time I had to walk on the water with him. You know, it wasn't just going to happen just like that. And it was for me. And he could have. He could have easily made it easier. But he was trying to do something in me. You know, he was trying to build confidence in me. So I just want to encourage you tonight that if you're dealing with fear, if you have pain that you haven't processed, you don't have to hide it. You don't have to be afraid of it. There are answers for you. God's family is here. God is here. And he's ready to help you. Love you guys.